I'm Maddie. And I'm Emma. And this is the Content Creators Podcast. Our mission is to inspire creatives to discover, grow, and own their brand. In today's mini-sode, we are going to be sharing three sales techniques to apply to your creative career. Both of us did the sales certificate program at the University of Washington, and we have both learned in sales and used what we've learned in sales and applied our degrees to being content creators. Y'all, I don't think people realize how much of an overlap there is. Like Emma and I were just talking. There's a huge overlap. overlap. Mm-hmm. Everyone's like, oh, you're in sales? Like, I didn't expect that. Like, when I'm talking about, like, content creation and stuff. And I'm like, you guys, it's so similar. Yeah. There's well, a lot that you can, like, pull from. Well, and it's so funny, too, because sales just in general, like, y- you use sales in your everyday life. Like, almost every interaction you have, like, meeting new people. Like, I know I'm just, like, plugging for sales. But I think that's why it was so fascinating to me mm-hmm. is just, like, really understanding people and what their needs are to give a little bit of a hint to some of the things we'll be talking about. But yeah. Yeah, But before we get started, let's do our question of the day. And the question of the day is, what's one travel adventure you'd like to share? So I just went to Denver. That was really fun. I've been once before, but only to watch my sister play soccer. So we like stopped in and then left. So I didn't really get to explore, but that was really fun. I was really excited to kind of get to visit my sister and just explore a little bit and see a little bit more of Denver. It's a really like cute city. Like I know cute is probably not the right word. It's a really cool city. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. So for me, I just got back from LA. Um, one of the places we had like a sunset dinner ad is Malibu Farm um, on the Malibu Pier. And so, um, yeah, I was like really grateful. My friend Gianna like made 530 reservations. So it was like a little bit like early for a dinner. But then at the same time, like we were there as like the sunset and it was really pretty. Oh, that's so cool. So yeah, Malibu Farm is always, I think, a bit busy. So I definitely recommend making reservations ahead of time um, especially if you want to do brunch or again like a sunset dinner but really loved that all right you guys so we'll go ahead and just jump into today's mini sode about three sales techniques to apply to your creative career sales technique number one is to understand and uncover different types of motivations in our sales classes during college, we learned that people are intrinsically and extrinsically motivated. And we recently did a podcast episode about different motivation types. So we recommend listening to that episode if you are curious to know how you're motivated. Understanding different motivation types is really helpful as an influencer content creator. And understanding why your audience is motivated to follow, engage, and be a part of your community is critical for building an engaged audience. For example, for the Content Creatives Podcast, we know our podcast audiences are most likely motivated by growth. So people listen in because they're motivated by self-development and change. Aspiring creatives and influencers want to know how to build their brands, audiences, and figure out how to make money with their influence. Our audience members are also probably motivated by social factors. So our podcast listeners are most likely yearn to be accepted by a group or feel like that they belong to a community. They might feel driven to make a difference in others' lives and connect with like-minded individuals in their niche or share similar passions. And sales technique number two is to use open questions. So as a content creator, using open questions has been critical in figuring out who your audience is, what their audience's main points are, what is your audience motivated by, and what type of content works best for my audience. So using those open questions to uncover so much more about your audience than using yes or no questions. If you just ask Emma, do you like chocolate? 
it's like yes it's like okay great what and so what What did i learn (laughs) yeah it's just like if you're just like what kind of like like what kind what do you like to eat like what kind of candy like i mean that's like a really kind of like segmented thing but just opening asking open-ended questions can help uncover a lot more than simple yes or no questions here are a few examples of different call to actions that emma has used in her captions before so what money questions do you want answered what fall trends are you trying this season what has helped you become more consistent on instagram i've asked things like what are some fun date night ideas around seattle like those are always really fun and i always love if you guys comment on that because I'm always looking for (laughs) fun things to do. So just asking those questions to help uncover not only more about your audience, but just understand your brand in general. Asking those questions to yourself as well can be very helpful. Yeah, especially if you're a new creator and you're trying to figure out like, who am I as a brand? Like, why should people follow me? I think it's really important to ask those open-ended questions yourself to clarify like who you are and what you're going to stand for. Um, Definitely goes both ways. So sales techniques number three is the option close technique. The option close technique is really helpful when you're working with brand partners, PR companies, or influencer agencies for brand collaborations. Brand partnerships typically have a timeline laid out, but sometimes timelines can get thrown out the window with shipping or product delays and other external factors. Here is an example how we we would use the option close technique. So this would be like if you're applying to an email. You would say, hi, insert your that person's name here. I'm following up to see when product will be sent and drafts will be due for approval. We'll be receiving products on by the end of this week or at the end of next week. Please advise and I'll schedule time with my photographer so I can provide dates on when drafts can be reviewed by the team. Thank you. So instead of asking when they can provide status, we are providing two options that they can choose from on which day that they're going to provide content or product by. Um, I actually just have this like just come up where a brand was asking when drafts were due. And so I was like, okay, so is product being sent this week or is it next week? I can definitely give you like a date when drafts can be due for approval, but like the product hasn't been shipped yet. So yeah, (laughs) so I think it's like helpful in like using this technique, especially when you are trying to get things done and there's a timeline involved well an option close too can really just like help because when you think about it when I ask you like when are you going to do this like that is so hard to like kind of pinpoint especially if you've been busy like for me if you were to ask me okay when are you going to get x editing like done editing x photos or whatever for me that would be really hard to quantify right now because i'm thinking i'm like okay well there's so many different things that go into it like i have x amount of appointments this week and i have to do this and then i have this much of a workload like those are the questions that would run through my brain if you asked me a deadline on those things but if you were to ask me like hey can you let me know if they're going to be done either this week or next just so that i can plan i'm like oh yeah probably like this week, but like next week at the latest, like for me, that would just be like a much easier way to quantify it. And that's kind of what they've actually found through a few studies that they've done. I believe this was this was discussed in spin selling the book that we read i think they talked about the open close technique and or option close technique and what we've talked about spin selling before but i highly recommend you guys read that book honestly like i I know it sounds weird like talking about like selling but when working with brand partners and especially if you're pitching yourself to brands this spin selling book is super helpful this guy like did some studies on it he also just like pulled from personal experience and for anyone who doesn't know the spin selling is 
is like an acronym. So it stands for situation, problem, implication, and need payoff. So at the end of the day, any conversation that you have or anything that you're kind of collaborating with someone on in the end is all about need payoff. How does one person or the other meet their needs? Your needs might be getting paid or your needs might be creative direction, whereas theirs might be they want to hit a certain metric. So just kind of keeping those in the back of your mind while you're trying to kind of figure out what you're doing for the brand collab can be very helpful. And I was going to say, right, you might be a new creator. You might be on the seed or sprout stage. Again, if you haven't um, heard that podcast episode, Breaking Down Content Creator Live Stages, highly recommend going back through the archives, listening to that. But you might be at a seed and sprout stage, but in a few years, you might be a day zero sunflower and you're looking for the next thing and you're looking to launch a physical product or sell a digital product like a course or an ebook, right? Now, suddenly it's like, okay, how do you start? How do you go from like building a brand to starting to sell a physical product? And so understanding kind of just like the foundational um, lessons around sales is definitely helpful in doing so. At least when I launched my first course um, last year, like during this time last year, I launched how to negotiate paid brand collaborations. It wasn't that I needed to like completely adopt a new skill set or change, you know, like everything that I did as a creator because I was selling my first course, but I definitely had to like lean into the sales practices I learned early on about setting up the situation, setting up the problem and like framing how this specific course, how to negotiate paid brain collaborations met a specific need for creators and influencers. So that's just, again, like a real life example. I can't believe it's been a year. Has I it know. really been a year? Full year with the course. I know. It's so crazy. I re- actually, no, I remember talking about that when we went on our cabin trip. That's insane. I know. Time flies, man. <laughs> I have said probably a billion times on this podcast, time is not real anymore. <laughs> I'm convinced. Anyway, on that tangent, thank you guys so much for listening to this week's mini episode. We hope that you guys enjoyed learning a few sales techniques that we have used for our creative careers. Please rate, review, and recommend the podcast to your friends. And if we haven't connected on Instagram yet, you can find us at Emma's Edition, at Mad Cray, and at Content Creatives Podcast. Make sure that you join our Facebook group and sign up for our weekly email newsletter on our website. And we'll see you guys next time. Bye. Bye.